Hi everyone, good morning once again. Welcome to our devotional session and um, we're still looking at Born to Lead and today we're um, studying resilience and persistence. I'm going to read uh, the scriptures and then we'll go to the body of the devotional. It says, I know, Philippians 4 verse 12, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Job chapter 14, verse 1. Man who is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. So these are two scriptures <clears throat> in our devotional for today. We'll go to the body of uh, the devotional. Resilience and persistence often walk hand in hand. Whilst resilience refers to bouncing back after enduring a crisis, persistence refers to the ability to steadfastly pursue an objective despite opposition, despite delays or other disadvantages. So both resilience and persistence are important because one must not only recover from a setback, but have the endurance to continue and not give up. Persistence naturally requires being resilient, as you cannot persist if you never get back up. On the other hand, it is important not to take persistence to the extreme. It may seem reasonable to keep going when the odds are stacked against us, but there are times when we just need to learn to let go. Strategies for handling adversity. Let's look at strategies for handling adversity. So, when adversity rears its head, it is wise to follow some predetermined guidelines as to how you will cope. Here are some strategies that have helped me to overcome problems. Before I go to that, I want to quickly say something about uh, persistence, not taking persistence to the extreme. Um, you know, it says it may seem reasonable to keep going when the odds are stacked against us, but there are times where we just need to learn to let go. So there are circumstances that, um, e.g., may be a relationship that's just not working. It may be a business that is not just making progress. It may be somebody you're following up, maybe in church, you're a leader and you're trying to help somebody to grow and progress is not being made. Um, you may need extra intervention. You may need to escalate. You may need to seek for extra help. Assess the situation objectively, critically, give it time and go through thorough process. And if that thing really is not working, let go of it. If it's a business that is not working and you, you have assessed the realities around the business, you do not have the arsenals to make that business grow. You cannot get the interventions to make that business move. You cannot get the collaborations. It may be just wise to let go of that business and switch to something else that would engage your productivity in a much better way and give you results. Right. So let's look at strategies for handling adversity. When adversity rears, sorry, rears its head, it is wise to follow some predetermined guidelines as to how you will cope. There are here are some strategies that have helped to overcome um, many problems. One, maintain a good attitude. So how frail is humanity? How short is life? How full of trouble? Job proclaims in Job 14.1. Trouble is inevitable. 
but it is also a tool that produces spiritual, emotional, and psychological strength. When we resist the temptation to feel that our trials are unfair and resist the pressure to respond in a negative way, we develop the mental muscle of mental stamina needed to overcome whatever obstacles arise. You know that there is this, there is a common... Um, there's a common feeling that generally people, human beings, all of us have when things that we do not expect happen. We begin to feel like it's unfair. Why should this happen? Why shouldn't this happen? Why should something like this happen to a good person? Why should... Um, if we can um, expand our perspective beyond whether it's unfair or not and begin to focus on the capability to outgrow problems and to live above, above problems, we will be able to develop mental stamina. We also thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit who exists in our life to forestall, you know, uh, negative manifestations, you know, but there are things that may just happen. They may not be necessarily evil in that sense, but they are not necessarily victories also in the sense of what we call a wholesome victory. So, um, when certain things happen, maybe things that challenge our, our businesses, things that challenge our finances, or things that even challenge our marriages, you know, challenge our relationships, or challenge one thing or the other in our lives, we need to receive the ability. Perception is very, very key to how you see a problem. You know, so we need to look for knowledge. We need to seek for help and participation at those times in our lives to help us rise above any negative perspective that can hinder us from rising and overcoming that challenge. You know, so the, the perception we have determines the mental stamina we will be able to uh, engage to overcome any obstacle. So we learn to analyze the situation, you know, on the, from the perspective of knowledge and, and help and strength and ask for divine assistance. And uh, therefore, we push forward and anticipate a positive outcome. Now, a second thing we need to do is believe in the God who resides within us. Believe in God. Christ dwells on the inside of us. The Bible says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Often, in the face of adversity, our self-esteem takes a hit, you know. So don't allow any circumstances to make you feel less worthy, to feel like there must be something you must have done to make this thing happen. The blood of Christ has been provided for our deliverance, our cleansing, our sanctification, the removal of the body of sin and legalities. And so, in the face of things, it is better to embrace the cleansing power of the blood, to embrace the liberty which Christ has given us by redemption, than to start to look for, than to start to try to declare ourselves unworthy. Even if we have made a mistake, it is better for us to reconcile with God and focus on recovery and focus, focus on, you know, uh, liberty and coming out of it, you know, than to start sinking and wallowing in the weaknesses that we feel may have been the reasons for our problems. And if there are specific areas of deficiency that we need to work on, it's very critical to address them. So when we say embrace the love of Christ and embrace the cleansing power of Christ, we're not saying that if you have negative habits that you should ignore them. No. If there are negative mindsets, negative character, negative lifestyles that may have encouraged the manifestations you have had, then you need to pay attention to those things and deal with them and come out of them. Okay. But your challenges do not define you. 
adversity is just an experience it is not your identity even bad habits is not your identity you can give them up if you are determined to you have to pay attention and work on them so whatever happens you are strong enough to regain control over your life you simply need to remember that with god you can do all things number three rely on your support system you need to have a support network everyone can get down occasionally everyone can feel down so during these times you can rely on your support systems or your support networks to cheer you on and encourage you to get back up again don't be afraid to ask for help rely on your friends your colleagues your spiritual you know alliances uh, your loved ones people who have uh, the, the Bible says, follow them who through faith and patience have obtained the promise. People who have the wisdom, the character, the knowledge, the maturity to be able to help you through difficult times. So reach out to them and ask for help. Challenges are easier to handle when we have someone or people to talk to. The people in our support groups can remind us of who we are when adversity tends us to forget who we are. Not sure your support group. Do not forget that support goes both ways. Be there for others during their trying times. Number four, don't be overly critical of yourself. Beware of allowing your, your mistakes or any setback to define who you are. You are not a failure if you lose your job or you get passed over for a high-profile role. You know, you feel you're overdue for a promotion and most likely it was given to somebody else. You know, do not begin to assume that ah, it's because you, you, you are not good enough, you did not um, you, you know, qualify. No, you have to take uh, challenges in your stride and give yourself another opportunity to push again. So you still have worth and value just need to get back up and prove it every defeat gives you the chance to learn from your mistakes if there is any and be wiser in the future number five don't be afraid to accept responsibility do not be afraid to accept responsibility sometimes adversity seems to come inexplicably out of the blues other times it comes as a result of your own actions so if you find that you have made unwise decisions don't let that incapacitate you accept responsibility for the part you have played in creating the problem that's what i was saying earlier and learn from your mistakes and adjust yourself prepare a strategic plan to take those necessary steps that will help you outgrow those mistakes on those contributions those contributors to problems number six or seven i i think i've missed my count uh bear with me so do not neglect self-care do not neglect taking uh, taking care of yourself ironically the key to resilience is first learning how to stop rather than forge ahead there is um there is the middle ground right so you must know when to slow down and you know put less pressure on yourself and take care of you right so it is essential to take care of yourself physically mentally and spiritually you know eat right get enough sleep get rest go and get exercise go out you know spend time with yourself and spend time with friends go out if you like to shop if you like to go and see a movie if you like to you know go out go and breathe go and get fresh air most importantly the time spent also in the empowering presence of god and his word will reap big dividends so it's also in your slow down time it's also a good time to go and get peace with god go back to his presence you know uh deal block cut out the noise 
you know, cut out the influence of your fears and your pain. Go and drop it at the presence of God and, you know, release your heart and your spirit and give God the opportunity to be able to speak to you. Give yourself the opportunity to receive from the Lord, to receive strength, to receive help, to receive instruction and guidance from God. It is highly refreshing and renewing. It'll help you, you know, it'll help you so, so much. So we often underestimate our ability to recover from challenging situations, but most people are far more resilient than they give themselves credit for. And that's why I personally talk about the concerns of the current age where um, at the slightest thing people say my mental health. I'm not saying that Aaron's concerns about mental health. I'm not saying that you should not put your mental health into consideration. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we find a world where everything seems to be towing towards the extreme and then people begin to ignore the ability to deal with problems you know people begin to ignore that they the power of resilience the power of mental capacity and for the slightest most you know minute thing that you can deal with and shove off somebody is crying mental health that is us incapacitating ourselves from being able to recover in the face of you know challenges so Please let us stay balanced and stay connected to the help of the Spirit. The Lord has provided us His Spirit. And the Bible says to us in Isaiah 41, Fear not, I'm with you. Do not be dismayed, I'm your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. And I will uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. God shows us that we need the renewal of the mind. We need the renewal of the mind. Let me see. There's a scripture I noted somewhere that I would like to read to us. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 17 to 19 and verse 21 to 24. It says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts you see so there's a lot of ignorance and blindness that powers what the world system you know profiles and proposes for general consumption you must not be exposed you know to just general consumption consuming just about everything that is out there you cannot if indeed you have heard of christ and have been taught of christ as the truth is in jesus then you put off concerning your former conduct the old man which grows what corrupt the old man grows corrupt the natural tendency of the mind is to turn towards uh, corruption things that do not support growth according to deceitful lusts Therefore, be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and in holiness. And so this is not just talking about bodily holiness. It's talking about ability to have a sound mind, a sound mind. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, the Bible says that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he has given us a spirit of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And of a sound mind. So we need to stay in touch with the sound mind that God has provided us by his spirit. By his spirit. By his spirit. And we pray that the Lord helps us accomplish this in Jesus' name. Many of us have already made significant accomplishments that required resilience. Often it's just a matter of looking back and evaluating past successes. Success in 
in one area breeds confidence in other areas. It is often fear that holds us back from being either resilient or persistent. However, most situations aren't as bad as we think they are. They are certainly not too hard for our omnipotent God. So we thank the Lord this morning. We ask him to empower us once again with the spirit of resilience and persistence. Give us the spirit of wisdom to put balance. Give us the power of learning to grow in our minds and and um, stay in the place of the wisdom of God and be controlled by the wisdom of Christ and not the wisdom of the world system in the name of Jesus, that we may produce value feedback in our lives and become who God has planned for us to be to the glory of his holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Talk to you again tomorrow.